Hello, sexy nerds of the Nerd Imperium. Welcome to this week's episode of the Currently Nerdy Podcast. We are your inner conclave of nerdum. My name is Diz, and I am your pop culture and sports nerd. Ali? I am Ali, your classic nerd. I'm the Amber Comic Nerd. Guys, I feel like a piece of shit sometimes. You are a you piece, are of, a shit. piece <laughs> of shit. Yeah, I'll confirm why Most I'm a piece of shit. Yeah. So let me, let me explain why I'm a piece of shit. All right? I went into work today. I went mm-hmm. on my, my co-worker. His name is Servando. I said, Servando, I learned about your people over the weekend. And he said, what are you talking about? I said, I watched the whole season of Narcos. I learned about... I wish your friend was named Cervantes. Cervando. Yeah. That would have been cool. Spanish that would have made this conversation worth me listening to. Yeah. Cervantes. Of La Mancha. But I said, Cervando, what part of Mexico is your family from? Mm. He said, Sinaloa. I said, that's where Miguel Angel Felix Gallardo came from. And he's like, yeah, he was my uncle. And I'm like, no, he wasn't. You lying sack of shit. He's like, I know. But fuck mm. you, you'd probably believe me because you're racist. But... It uh, it got me to thinking, man. That fucking TV show. Yeah. Now, it's done really well, right? Because like, you get hooked into it, and like you want to keep seeing what happens to these mm-hmm. people. But when you have a guy like Diego Luna, who's yeah. in who's in Imamatu Ben, or some shit, as that was what he broke out in, and he was also in the Terminal. Mm. But he's such a likable guy, right? Yeah. He's playing Miguel Angel Felix Gallardo, one of the yeah, known as the skinny man, right? Yeah. Or La Flaco. Yeah. He was the fucking cartel of the... the Which, by the way, is a reference to death. Yeah. They, they refer to death as La Flaca. La Flaca. The oh. skinny girl. Uh, well, he... Yeah. He was the head of the Sinaloan cartel. So all the shit you hear about, like fucking Chapo Guzman and shit, mm. he got Chapo Guzman in the game, right? Because Chapo Guzman's also from Sinaloa. But, like, they started this, the biggest fucking weed industry in, like, the history of the world. And then they started smuggling cocaine and shit across the border they were working with the cali cartel and the medellin cartel in colombia the cartels one of the things about the cartels we should note why this is so problematic it's like they are this probably the single dangerous organization in the contemporary world besides i mean the only thing that comes close to them is decades old the mob yeah and mafia but even then like the mob is dead now yeah the mob that's what i'm saying yeah Yeah. Yeah, most Most of the mob not yeah. as powerful anymore. Yeah. We often talk about ISIS uh-huh. and like mm. terrorist acts, but yeah. the cartels are way yeah. deadlier and more effective. Yeah. You know what's different is that the fact that, I mean, they're the ones that fuel the opioid crisis yeah. here. Mm-hmm. So obviously, you know, as much as we, uh, as we malign them, I mean, the population here actually uses them more yeah. than they could ever use ISIS. The reality is, too, also, people don't know this, but, like, outside of Syria, Mexico shows, like, the highest death rates mm-hmm. from things like murder and, and violence yeah. in the world. And here's the thing, right? So you have decades of people that had to live their life on edge, had fucking family members murdered, right? Because this the same thing that happened when, when they did Narcos seasons one through three, right? Mm. They kind of valor seasons one and two valorized Pablo Escobar. Pablo Escobar was not a good man. The motherfucker took a tank and stormed Congress because he ran for Congress and he didn't get elected. Or they, they, kicked, they booted him out because he was a fucking drug like trafficker. I'm not opposed to storming Congress. That's true. With a tank in your own private army and you go and kill innocent people? I mean, I mean, you know, we have... Con- are there really yeah. any innocent people? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so no. here's, here's the thing, right? There's a valorization of these people, and we have these shows, and now people are like, oh, Pablo Escobar. You have little kids dressed up as Pablo Escobar for mm-hmm. fucking Halloween, and like... But is this a new thing? It's not a new thing. We always kind of do this. We have, like... I mean, Hollywood's main shtick is... Yeah. 
romanticizing things that shouldn't be romanticized. Yeah. yeah. We right? had a podcast episode on mm, that, but yeah. I mean, we talk about, you know, like, um, I mean, Scarface, every, yeah. everyone loves that movie, right? Everyone always, always, according to, I mean, Tony Montana's not a real character, yeah. but I mean, there are plenty of characters who are just like that. Frank Lucas with American Gangster is a perfect mm. example of that. You know, he was kind of a brutal drug lord. They made him into this, like, Character which you kind of enjoyed. Richard Kulinski, Kuklinski was a, the Iceman. Yeah. They made a movie. I think John Cusack or some shit. Yeah, like, grown up wanting to be gangsters. Yeah, being a gangster, being a thug, being a criminal—all these things are not always considered bad in certain circles. How many of our friends do we know that have grown up and are morally ambiguous or look up to these people? No, I know. I well, in the area that I grew up, so I like I know people who trap. Right, yeah. trap is the term now for selling drugs but so like and this is the shit that they idolized right so seeing people like fucking Miguel and now Felix Gallardo they, these are like oh I aspire to be like that one day right mm-hmm. it's that's the kind of mentality that it gives these people but it's weird because I was watching Narcos and now they did mention Ronald Reagan and Nancy Reagan mm-hmm. but it made me think a lot about just uh, say no yeah. <laughs> yeah that was one of the episode yeah, titles yeah. but it made me think a lot about George H.W. Bush Herbert Walker Bush Herbert Walker Pappy Bush as I call him Pappy Bush because Pappy Bush, for all intents and purposes, was not a good person. <laughs> no. <laughs> General, Jeez. no. I mean, yeah. not to not malign the dead, but I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> but no, he wasn't really a good person. Yeah. I'm not going to speak ill of him. I want you to speak the truth of him. Not a very good person, all right? Mm. The motherfucker, under his administration... We shot down a plane. Then you go the Iranian uh, yeah. commercial airline. Yeah. yeah, we shot down a plane of innocent civilian Iranians. There was women, children, like innocent people died. Puppies. Yeah, and he killed puppies. I don't know. I just been yeah. Well, now people. Probably yeah, did. if the, if he if he did, it would have been a bigger fucking outrage. Mm-hmm. But because they're they're Iranian citizens, they're not. They're fucking subhuman, right? But. Imagine recording. You gotta put. You can't accord- state the stuff like that because somebody uh, out there is gonna cut that audio. I know. So you're really. gonna say according to. Okay. Yeah. Because really, it, clearly, between. I was being sarcastic. Yeah, I know. Said it, for right? most people. Yeah. yeah. Um, Preface it. But like, we're sort of versed the roles here. All right. Let's say Iran had shot down like U.S. Air 1965, right? Which is I don't know, like a random airline or whatever, yes. right? It would have been a fucking yes. worldwide Iran, crisis. notoriously involved in the Hindenburg. Yeah. yeah, right. It would have been a fucking worldwide crisis. We would have nuked Iran, and we would have fucking killed a ton of other people. But well, I mean, this is this is the tendency of. I mean, if you ever want to understand that the American mass media is fundamentally corporate, mm-hmm. then you should have seen the obituaries that were immediately released by the Washington Post post uh, the death of George. It was actually for a, Herbert. For it was a template. Literally said, former President George H.W. Bush killed of blank, blank, blank. Oh, shit. On blank, blank, blank. They had already Ooh, prepared yeah. the obituary. And this is a very standard practice in yeah, journalism, yeah. right? Yeah. To have these, yeah. like, on the go. You have one for Nelson Mandela. Oh, he did, right? Like, yeah. a bunch of these kind of political oh, figures, right? Yeah. He did. He did. <laughs> and then you release and then you update it with the information. But yeah. the problem with that is, well, it's a useful tactic. It often means you get these kind of generic takes right when a person dies. Oh, yeah. And so you end up with these massive conglomerates that sit there and go, oh, look what a great man, a great public servant. And I understand the need to do that, right? Part is to kind of help to assuage the hurt and pain of the people who are suffering, okay. you know, the sense of loss. But at the end, it also it, it becomes a, an argument over memory, 
mm-hmm. and who has the right to remember and who has the right to speak to that memory yeah. right like which memories are valid like on one end like i mean the AP, i think it was ap or or one of these news organizations that had to literally delete their original post because they had forgot to include that he was a veteran well, right, that he had served, mm-hmm. right? It's like, oh, we apologize in advance. We've deleted that tweet. Here's the right one where we mention his mm-hmm. service. And I'm mm-hmm. like, wait, mm-hmm. like, like, is it like that big? Like, you didn't make an error. Yeah. You just, you know, your first one something. wasn't full, like, didn't include his entire fucking CV yeah. or resume. But, you know, that's part of the memory. That's true. He did serve. Yeah. But on the other hand, it's also true that he led to the destabilization of the Middle East. He killed several hundreds of thousands of Iraqis, that he was involved in, in a variety of different criminal he activities. He on Shinzo Abe. He did. It was not Shinzo Abe. It was Japanese prime minister, but not Shinzo Abe. He, Shinzo Abe isn't like an immortal that's been around for centuries. He's the only Japanese prime minister so I know. From, from like the dawn of Japan, it's been Shinzo Abe. Yeah, Shinzo Abe the first, Shinzo Abe the second. It's not how that's really on. Shinzo Abe the seventh <laughs> It's like the Pope's. First of all, I want to talk about how, in your mind, your calculations, dawn of time to present equals seven Shinzo Abe's. No, no, no. He's divided up, he's divided up world history into seven oh, Shinzo Abe periods. Well, they had other leaders and stuff. The golden age of the third Shinzo Abe. Pre-World War II, there was a different dynasty there. <laughs> now it's the Shinzo It's not a dynasty. He's, a, he's the prime... Uh, you know what? I'm not. Don't what about the Ming dynasty? I'm not. I'm not oh, that's China. That, I'm done. That was some. I'm I'm making a commitment. My New Year's resolution before New Year's comes around is I'm gonna spend less time dealing with idiots. I'm quitting the podcast, in other words, because this is too much. You're gonna teach me what dynasties were there (laughs) pre Shinzo Abe. (laughs) No, just continue to think of the seven great periods of Shinzo Abe. Yeah, just try not to hurt yourself when you do that. Please, Shinzo Abe the seven. But in addition, like he had also done all sorts of other things, right? He was the the Willie Horton ad, quite horrific. I'm not interested. Interested in rehashing all his stuff, right? Oh, look, you have you competing obituaries. You have one set of obituaries that, like, oh look how a great man he is. Oh look, Bob Dole, he got it up again and he saluted. Yeah, hey man, the guy did a Viagra commercial. That's why. Yeah, that's, that's why, why, he that's said why it. they made the joke. I mean, oh, that's, that's the joke. Ah. Ooh, if I have to start explaining even jokes to you, you've lost no, all purpose on this podcast. I thought it was you were taking a dig at him. <laughs> no, it was, a, it, was a, it was the blue pill joke. Yeah. Um, and you're hanging on by yeah. a thread. There's other there's the other obituaries. Driver. They're like, oh, he was a horrible guy. This is a reality. We've talked never-ending about the horrid nature of American media, right? Uh, this is an example. Of that. Uh, but for me, the only thing I have to say about this is that his death came about literally two days after we talked about the Iran-Iraq war in my class. Hmm. This year has been hmm. such a weird year for teaching. I don't know what it is, but like karma has been lining up with my lesson planning. Right? Hmm. Every time... Something happens in the Middle East or in world affairs, it's perfectly timed to whatever lesson I'm either about to teach or have already taught my students. You know, actually, I noticed that because every time you have a lesson plan, you have that little black book. And then whenever you write it, that weird demon shows up and all sorts of weird shit happens in the world. As as much as I'd I'd love your Death Note reference, uh, I want to comment on... What type of perception you have of me that I'm willing to murder people internationally in order to teach? I love teaching. I'm not that committed to teaching that I'm willing to become an international felon carrying out assassinations just so I teach a good lesson. 
I wouldn't put it past really, you. Really, though? I mean... I mean, I'd do it for other reasons. But not in the name okay. of education. No, listen, I mean, I listen. love education, but let's be real. Like, oh, how am I going to have these little middle-class white kids? Guys. Listen, listen. I could I could go into the mind of Aliola. No, let's not do it. All right, here's the mind of Aliola. Listen, you better stay out of there. Yeah, yeah. This is this is a piece for the podcast listeners, all right? He was going to die soon anyway. I just sped up the process. I've never said wow. that ever in my life. Those, are, those words have never been uttered by me That's ever. True. I, I you think... cannot prove or disprove. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You can't disprove you don't beat your wife. Do you have a calendar that says... Do you have a calendar that says that you were hanging out with Squee? I do have a calendar. That says you, you were hanging out with Squee? No, it says I was in class at that moment. <laughs> so, uh, but, it, you know, another example of this is this controversy in Egypt. There's this whole whole issue about Egypt. this actress that wore a dress that wasn't yeah, particularly scantily yeah. clad or anything. I mean, not that it matters. Yeah. I mean, it's not the government's fucking business what a woman yeah. wears. But she just wore an evening gown. She's like, oh, it caused all this controversy. She has hooker. She faced trial for it. And literally, two days after that happened, was my lesson on the Muslim Brotherhood. Uh, and so it was like, it fit perfectly to talk about the nature of secularism and Islamism and Egypt and the tensions between can we CC's government and that you were not at that that clothing store and say, no, nah, it's a very pretty dress. You should, <laughs> not, you should wear this. <laughs> this would look stunning. This would look amazing on you with your red car. Yeah, 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 you're one of, one of those butterfly effects. I mean, people. there's Machiavellian and then there's just outright insidious. Alien. What you're Alien. Alien. You know, I think it's important. The one lesson that I have to take from this is that the when death it, of George W. Bush, yes, George H. W. Bush, yes, is that when it comes to life, we all only serve one term. That's Hash brown, up. yellow. That's fucked up. Whoa, what is? <laughs> That's what a political heck? dig at a time when a man just died. Well That's, done, V. Yeah, V was. They said, shit they said like I was. I thought I was the villain by being no. accused of international murder. But you, you know, who took the cake with that you one? You know what we need? We need a hero to save us. Ooh, I don't know. About we that. need a hero to save us. Like to save you. Yeah, Karal Danvers. That's not That even, is her no. Norwegian name. No. Karal Danvers. Remotely close to the Norwegian sound. Yeah, Stick to Middle Eastern. You do Middle Eastern accents better than you do. I mean, really anything, actually. Yeah. Indian. I'll throw Indian in there as well. But, all right. I mean, like, if we asked you to do a Norwegian accent, you I don't know what you just did, but it might have been I, a crime I don't know, what, I don't know what it was, but... In addition to George W. Bush, George H. W. Bush dying, I mean, I get the I get the acronyms wrong. It's not, I mean the just call him Herbert. I call him Pappy Bush. Yeah. Pappy Bush. In Pappy addition Bush. to Pappy Bush dying, Pappy. right? You had this trailer released, though not the Avengers trailer. No, People no, actually, really there, um, there's rumor that well, we're recording this on a Tuesday. There's yeah. rumor that tomorrow, yeah, that this week, the, yeah, like this week's supposed to have the Avengers, or uh, at trailer. least the name. Yeah, what but the, the um, thing is called. Oh, we might fucking like there might be rooting, looting in the streets. Yeah. There's, uh, I mean, the rumors were that the second teaser trailer for Captain Marvel were going to come out today anyway. So, um, and people were right about that. So, um, that, you know, so that looks good for the new Avengers teaser trailer coming out. We don't know. But I saw it, and really, it's still... Marvel does a wonderful job in terms of teaser trailers of not telling you anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, making it big. Yeah, but mm-hmm. making it look big. And I, you know, they, they released the uh, the poster this weekend, which I thought was awesome. It reminded me of, um, you know, it gave a really great kind of almost a galactic feel to it. There's a... There's a Guardians of the Galaxy-esque feeling, without yeah. a doubt. But they also, do, they also do this thing where, whereas Guardians... Um, posters tend to be a little bit more gaudy and a little more complicated. Yeah. Like the Captain Marvel stuff's a little bit more understated. Well, I think they're trying very much for that kind of the timed look, right? Yeah. And coming from a particular time period. So now, on this uh, last teaser that we saw, oh yeah, we obviously saw her punching an old lady in a bus. Oh yeah. And um, 
you know, we all just kind of assumed that it was a scroll who shapeshifted. Now mm. we know for sure yeah. on the teaser based on that. We're also kind of seeing that this is all based in the 90s. We're seeing yeah. the Star Force that she's a part of. Yeah. So there's a lot going on here. We also see little clips of her and her kind of spotted past. Yeah. You know, Jude Law. Yeah. Jude Law is coming in there. You know, we also saw Ronan, uh, Ronan mm. in there as well. Yeah, I thought I saw Ronan in there. I wasn't sure. So the two two characters, Ronan and Digimon Hansu's character, right? Yeah, the, yeah. You know, villains. Ooh. Yeah, the villains in um, in Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. One. Yeah. Uh, we're, you know, we see slightly featured in this yeah. with the team. So we're seeing the characters that were in the past, who were technically things. in the future, right? Yeah. The Guardians of the Galaxy universe, who were mm-hmm. actually villains in there, mm-hmm. were at one point part of a, you know part of a team of of what we would consider the protagonists in yeah. this movie, right? In, and this is, I think you rightly point this out, is like that Marvel does a really good job of putting enough Easter eggs that the fanboys and fangirls and everyone can find, but they don't give away too much script-wise. Yeah. Uh, and this has always been a problem with te- teaser trailers or any type of trailer, right? It's finding that balance between what do you show and what do you not show. Mm-hmm. In some instances, in the case of, for example, the Fantastic Four... They shot some of the stuff that didn't even end up making it to the movie. They did yeah. that a lot, which ends up, which actually ended up hurting Fantastic Four because people were waiting for those scenes. Uh-huh. But they did that a lot in Marvel. Marvel. Oh, this is going to be great. What Marvel does, though, Marvel is good enough, as good at at being flashy, so it's really fast. So as a result, you never get a real narrative emerge because yeah. a lot of times I think horror does often does is it reveals as little as possible. Yeah, right? yeah. And, and you know, I end up going, I don't even know what this is about. But with this, there's some things we can tell. One, it's very clear that they're going to be playing up with the whole her ancestry and backdrop, right? Yeah. There, the question. I mean, even from this trailer, we know the career there. Mm-hmm. But we have no fucking clue. Ronan was a Cree? What her yeah. relationship. Ronan is a Cree yeah. um, fanatic. And then the other one. And then Korath is also, which Digimon Hansu was like his, also yeah. a Cree warrior. And they were against the Nova Corps? The and Nova Corps were, were the. What elite p- police. Yeah, but what country was that in? Force. Or not country. What planet was that? Oh, yeah. What was the name of the planet? I forgot the name of the planet. Yeah, I, I could. Yeah, whatever. Well, the Nova Corps was the elite, elite yeah. kind of force of that. Um. So we see that the Kree are obviously there. Mm-hmm. We don't know what the relationship to the Kree is. Yeah. Because she makes it very clear she's never been. But we also see flashbacks. Yeah. So there's very ambiguous relationship with the Kree. Part Kree, maybe hybrid. They said that maybe they, something. They well, just her up with something. There's they definitely a, just there, her up. Yeah, there's that like weird, there's a weird kind of a scene of transfusion. It seems like blood transfusion. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the, the blue blood, which is very different from yeah. kind of what the origins of Captain Marvel were. Mm-hmm. You know, in the actual comic books, I think one of her origins was that her and Marvel, yeah. you know, she was working with him. She's a human and uh-huh. uh, like a negasonic bomb or something blows up. Causing the you know the DNA to genetics to kind of splice together, mm-hmm. and her taking you know some of Marvel's DNA. And it's interesting too that this reflects some of it in her powers, right? Yeah, they they are going the full mohawk. She, I mean, she's got a mohawk. She's super Saiyan, bro. She's got yeah, no, she's got that. Yeah, she got the she got that really cool helmet that she wears in the yeah. comic books. They're with making the yeah, they're making her pretty powerful. It looks like yeah. I mean, originally most of Captain Marvel's powers were flight and super strength. Yeah. With obviously she had some energy plus, but like they're leaning quite heavily on not just strength and and, and flight, but she's basically a, a, a outright weapon. Yeah. Blasting shit left and right in space. Well, she has technically she has the same as if you know the X Men Bishop. Yeah. She has that same power where she kind of she can absorb energy yeah. and then and then redirect it. 
So, um, you know, that kind of has, she kind of has that. And then I think they might, because there's a character in the Avengers movies called Sentinel, who's like this kind of all powerful character as well. And I think they might be kind of taking some stuff from Sentinel because he's in that universe a little bit Mm. too. And maybe kind of giving it to the Captain Marvel character. I think part of the, the, the thing with Captain Marvel is that they are going, one, in the comic books, her powers have always been retroactively either increased or shrunk or whatnot. This is the same for all comic book characters, right? Whoever the author is, they always fiddle around with the powers and the kind of power level, right? Mm -hmm. So we often see certain characters that get expanded and other characters that get kind of nerfed a little bit. So I think she, she fits that template quite well, but I think they're drawing far more heavily on, on Captain Marvel as basically the ultimate weapon of the Avengers. Yeah. That she's going to be... Up until now, the heavy hitters in Avengers has always been Thor. Yeah. Right? He's literally a demigod wielding lightning and thunder. Which makes sense. Only guy who actually injures Thanos. Yeah. I think with this, this is about shifting make a bleed. Yeah, but I think now what we're seeing is a clear shift. We're seeing a new powerhouse enter in and she's going to be the next Thor. To a certain extent, she's yeah. going to be the yeah. one that does the damage. I well, they uh, they made it a point to you know create this cosmic being yeah. like Thor is in that sense the yeah. word right. So I'm not I wouldn't be surprised if that. Oh, not not to mention you know I mean if you actually look at the end credits yeah. right of Infinity War right they have the the little symbol on Nick yeah. Fury's thing. Yeah. So it's not you know it's 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 not unheard of that she's going to come in and kind of become that that big powerhouse of the or team or is that like, surprising yeah what you mean yeah so you brought up nick fury and the symbol on his little pager thing right in the nick fury thing pisses me off right because is black? This, no i like black people you piece of shit don't insinuate racism damn yeah struck a nerve yeah asshole um black lives matter but the Nick Fury thing lady p- doth protest too much. Mm. Nick Fury thing pisses me off because if Nick Fury's eye, no, I don't care about his eye. It's a cat. It's not. Who, which, by the way, is Chewie from the comic. Oh uh, no, to change the name to Goose. In yeah, the movie. It, 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 yeah, it, yeah, but it's Chewie. But it's it. from the Chewie. It's an alien yeah. character. Yeah. Look, the I, only thing I know about Captain Marvel is she is a cat. Yeah. Mm. Okay, look, fuck a, cats. A space cat. That's this is besides the point. If that motherfucker was with fucking Captain Marvel through all that shit, saw her fighting in space, shooting lasers at things coming towards Earth, why the fuck didn't he call her when the Chitauri were were coming around? Well, I think they're going to explain why. I think it's possible she might have either been unavailable or she's a last... What, she's a BRB or some shit? Like, hey, just, I'm going to go... She could be traveling... He fucking paged her when Thanos came through. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, I, I get where you're going, you know. Right? But I think Marvel isn't going to be. Shit. I think Marvel understands and, that gap. And also, if this motherfucker had been seen to all that stuff, why did he seem so surprised when the Chitari came out? He wasn't surprised with the Chitari. He was very. He was prepared. The question, the, uh, prepared after the, fact. the question that I think you're leaning on, but you haven't quite hit it. We are gesturing towards is uh-huh. why was it the Thor's arrival? Oh yeah, that's brought it. about the creation of those weapons, yeah, and rather not than not than Carol Danver. Yeah, that yeah. I think I think yeah. what it does is it moves. You're right; it does move the timeline. Marvel has gaps. There are some logical gaps. The, the gaps. There are some plot holes. It happens because you're creating such a big enterprise. On a whole, though, as a writer, I'll tell you that that they do a way better job than anyone yeah. else. They're pretty I mean, tight. We when it comes just to it, yeah. talked about Fantastic 
Beast, Beast a yeah, couple yeah. weeks ago right. about how what happens, and that's only one author. When one author who has complete control over right. your universe, it's no longer being adapted. She's literally writing the screenplay. When she tries to expand her universe, mm-hmm. you see all the plot holes and the gaps. You know, the rapes. Oh, she's making she's making big mistakes, right? right. Big, big ass plot holes. Marvel is far tighter when it comes to this, and they do a good job of really mapping it out. I think Disney and Marvel working hand to hand, they're good in this regard, mm-hmm. but. This is one of the ones. It does shift the timeline. Thor somehow causes such a panic over in one area in Arizona or New, New Mexico, Mexico, right? Mm-hmm. That they literally start the developing weapons of mass destruction. Mm-hmm. But you're telling me that after Carol Danvers, they don't? Yeah. How does that work? Like, what, after Captain Marvel, Nick Fury. But it's also possible that it'd be. He's not where he needs to be politically but, to do what he needs to do. Yeah. This is a younger Nick Fury who's not fully... Two-eyed. Yeah, he's two-eyed. He's not the head of S.H.I.E.L.D. yet. Yeah. yeah. Also, Thanos. you don't really... Because it's supposed to happen okay. in 1995, yeah. right? And that, that that's when it kind of goes in. We don't really know exactly what happens in the 90s to the 2000s, but... You know, they they we mentioned through it, bro. We know what happened in the nineties and the two thousands. Yeah. Family matters. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Urkel. Urkel, Urkel happened. No, no, no. Zach Morris was a thing. Zach Morris was a thing. Yeah. I wonder if we're gonna see a lot of those nineties references. Yeah, well I mean they're gonna some blockbuster video. Yeah, yeah they're going to. They, I, they they're definitely gonna play up the nostalgia. They did it with Guardians, they're not gonna yeah. you know, they're obviously gonna do it with this one. Yeah. But and I, this is a much more of a Guardians ass. One of yeah. these motherfuckers are gonna be playing Wonderwall by Oasis. <laughs> 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 you know it's coming around. It's coming. There's nothing you can do about it. It's inevitable. So just under the surface there, you know, we kind of talk about how... Uh, the, they mentioned, they ask about how Nick Fury loses his eye. And they goes, he trusted someone that he shouldn't have. Yeah. You know, so they're kind of going, oh, well, maybe something something happens in which she can't show up. Yeah. Uh, you know, until now. And, you know, it's like it could be a falling out because of the loss of the eye or some other things, too. So, the, you know, you can't really speculate exactly what's going on. I think it's the cat. No, I keep thinking of Kill Bill where she pulled the, the chick. No, out. I don't think that's happening. But I do think that there is the question of where she is is going to be answered in this movie. It better be answered. Right. Of where, I think she does, there is a, they have to. a reason why if you have the most powerful character yeah and they've said that that she is right she's the most cosmic most powerful got to why you don't call upon her for the chitari why you don't call upon her for a hope for for ultron why you don't i mean the ultron thing would have been a a breeze you know what i mean yeah so i you're just i think they're going to answer they're really good about tying up loose ends for the most part anyway yeah we also saw annette bending in there is she the one that warren Beatty is married to who is he married to i don't know i think it was annette bending was she in uh no, it was, yeah, it was Warren Beatty because they were in Muggsy together. Whatever. Why are you looking at me? Whoa. I don't know. You're supposed to know old people. You're the expert in movies. But this is older movies. Like Warren you, Beatty. I'm three years older than you, piece of shit. Bet. You look we 17 grew, years we, older than me. We grew up on the exact same fucking movies. Yeah, but you look a lot older yeah, than that me. That doesn't mean that we have different movies. You're also a historian. You need to know history. You know what? Fuck you. But... <sighs> What is Annette? Who's Annette Benning's character in this movie? I don't movie? know. I think she might have played Shinzo Abe in some ancient Chinese <laughs> oh. Great Wall of China movie. She's Shinzo Abe the Ape. <laughs> you piece of shit. I like it. Anyway. It's racist, V. 
<laughs> I asked a serious question. I don't know comic books. This fucking asshole brings back Japanese imperialism. No. <laughs> Just continue. Being... So Annette Bening, yeah. um, unlike Diz here, we can we think plays the super intelligence. Yeah. In the um, you know words that have never been used to describe Diz, which is which is you know this uh, kind of this Cree overmind character. It's a collection. <laughs> it's a collection of kind of the the greatest intellects yeah. in the Cree Empire put uh-huh. together in this like singular yeah. form, right? Now we don't Mensa. actually know if that's actually what yeah. Annette Benning's character is, but you know she she plays some kind of leadership role in the Kree. Yeah. Now the the Kree in the comic books tend to have a problem about genetic stagnation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is this, it's like they're slowly dying off, right? Like they're they're not able to they're not able to sustain population. They can't procreate. Mm-mm. No. Huh. They're having issues, right? Uh, they, they we have Viagra here. Come to America, we got you. Mm. So anyway. Mm. In the comics, there's a storyline where they talk about how trying to basically save uh, the Kree, the supreme intelligence, actually yeah. orchestrates a war between the Shi'ar Empire yeah. and the Kree. Now, the Shi'ar aren't in this movie, obviously. No. They're actually an X-Men. A lot. You know, they're X-Men, so like, they're not... You know, there was a point where they couldn't even use them. Yeah, Lalandra and, and Xavier. Yeah. They, they started a war with the Shiites and the who? No, not the Shiites. The Shi'ar Empire. The Shi'ar Empire. Uh, <laughs> sounds very typical of what's going on. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so you think even this is the comic book arc that they might be drawing I from? I wouldn't be surprised with that. You know, they used Ego, the Living Planet, and the next second Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy to kind of create this. Yeah. Like he's kind of starts. He kind of starts off as good, and you realize he's bad. Yeah. Same thing with um, with Doctor Strange, where you have an ally turn into an enemy. Yeah. In this situation, I wouldn't be surprised if he went well. You know, maybe the supreme intelligence has some. There's like it's a bigger kind of mind, yeah. kind of trying to move events yeah. and manipulate. Um, in the comic books, essentially, the reason why they do that is mm. because they're hoping that this giant bomb that ends the war will yeah. create genetic variation. Yeah, right. The situation it might be that hopefully one catastrophic event will 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 cause something that's supposed to be quote unquote for the betterment of the empire. Yeah. Right. Uh. We don't we don't know. I'm wondering too is like is this so far all the kind of guardian esque or space esque movies of Marvel have introduced celestials. Yeah. One after kind of the other, right? We see the very first, we see the collector. Yeah. We see the games master, right? Mm-hmm. And then we've seen ego. Well, even though technically ego is of a different class, they included ego into this kind of in the MCU's version of, yeah. of the Celestials. So I wonder if we're going to be seeing them, and that's going to play a role here. It's almost very typical that every every one of these kind of space oriented movies, deep space, has introduced another one of these characters that are super powerful and seem to be scheming in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. So we'll see. I'm 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 kind of fascinated. Who knows? They might. I mean, Galactus is still a, uh, a character that they could, you know, and yeah. they'll introduce Silver Surfer into the. Yeah. Wait, so. no. Yeah, I was gonna say they already brought up Galactus in in Fantastic Four. No. Yeah, but, but Fantastic not, Four is not, not Marvel. Universe. So oh, yeah, it's true. But yeah. do they have the rights to it now? Mm, I think so. It's joint rights is what it is. Because it was, fan- I could have sworn Fantastic Four was Sony. Yeah, or maybe. I don't know. What's or was going it Sony on. or Fox? I think it's Fox, isn't it? Because I'm not sure. Sony was Spider-Man. They yeah. have a deal with, with Sony for Which Spider-Man. Which is a joint deal. Joint deal. Yeah. With, they just they bought, bought Fox. out Fox. So they should have. Yeah. I mean, this is the, uh, technically, maybe this is going to bring in. Yeah. X-Men and Fantastic Four. We'll see. Well, because Marvel, Captain Marvel comes through on the Fantastic Four, on the yeah. comic books through the Fantastic Four. 
It's like mm. the whole Reed Richard Reed Richards connections are what kind of introduce huh. that world into the comic book. So it's not exactly you know it's it's a little bit messier than that, uh, like like always. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know they'll, they'll work their way around it. There's there's not a whole lot that they can do about that. It's it's too complicated in the comic books to to be able to put yeah. on. The movies well, we'll keep our eye out on this yeah. and see as the trailer. I mean, these these are teaser trailers, yeah. Yeah. which have technically have gotten bigger. They're basically yeah. just trailers. Yeah. But well, there'll be more trailers as we get closer. They really don't and closer. tell you shit. So, yeah. yeah. You said they're gonna work their way around it. Yeah. Which got me to thinking, right? Yeah. Because don't do that. It's gonna hurt you. Yeah. No, I know, but it got me to thinking because in other news this week. Right, we just found out that starting December seventeenth, that Tumblr is gonna take off adult content. Yeah, so this website. is something we wanted to talk about um, a, a little bit. Yeah, we talked about it, at least tweeted about it uh, on yeah. on ours. What but, what's going on? Yeah, oh, I don't, that made me think because people will find another way. Mm. But uh, what happened was in November. Yeah, uh, I think it was November twentieth. So just recently, yeah. um, iOS removed uh, the Tumblr app. Yeah. from the app store so you couldn't download it anymore for a reason they said that they were looking into it and they they found a lot of child pornography on there and that they couldn't you know like yeah, they didn't find a lot of child they just found they found some but they didn't mm. find like it wasn't like there was swaths of child mm. pornography it said Tumblr said that while every image uploaded to the platform is scanned against an industry database of child sexual abuse material to filter out um, images, a routine audit discovered that content was absent from the database, allowing it to slip through the filter. Okay. So they... They found some. They found some, right? Yeah. And so they Which, removed it. Yeah, they removed it. But they got pressured into it by, like, Verizon Oath and stuff, right? No, I mean, this is also, like, yeah. Google does that, right? It's yeah. like Google... Uh, regularly goes through and removes any links or searches that might perhaps contain both uh, copyright issues as well as may perhaps include uh, child pornography or anything like that. Yeah, so they decided after like, what is it, it's been like a week and a half, two weeks since yeah. that happened, right? That they're going to just they're going to remove adult so content. So December when? December 17th. Yeah. Now, right. why is this a big issue is that Tumblr as a platform, a large percentage. Now, we, in all transparency, mm-hmm. the three of us are not Tumblrites. We no. don't know a lot about Tumblr. No. I think you might have the most Tumblr experience. And, and it's very. In, and it's in, in kind of as a platform where porn exists. Yeah. But we all kind of know that Tumblr is used quite heavily for porn. It's a yeah. one of the major, but not the major no. Use for it. There's all sorts of other uses for it, but that happens to be one um, of of the kind of issues about. But it's interesting that I thought it was Tumblr doing this. I didn't realize. Yeah. Well, I, you have to. The thing is, like Apple, Apple yeah. Stuff, like okay, so now Apple has always had a problem um, in terms of gatekeeping, right? I mean, they've they've been through so many lawsuits. I mean, 2014. Yeah. Um, they they went through a lawsuit with antitrust groups, mm-hmm. right? Because they're they're saying that through the iOS through the App Store, mm-hmm. they're basically monopolizing uh, whether and what content you can put on your yeah. iPhone, right? Um, the, the the reality of it is that they really through this app. Number one, they make it so if if you have an Apple phone. The only way you're going to get an app is through them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the only way that, you know, they're going to get paid 30% of that app. Yeah. Right? So no matter what. So they already filter. Yeah. Apple has already has a mission statement already where they really can kind of consider sterilizing yeah. everything that goes on that platform. They've mm-hmm. kind of already made that made that statement yeah. before, right? I mean, you know, they go, you can go other places. Uh, Steve Jobs famously kind of mentioned about if you want to see porn, go to, go on, go to a droid, right? Use an Android. 
Yeah. Right. There's a, there's all sorts of things about Apple that's also problematic. I feel like it's a lot like Blizzard Entertainment. The yeah. They want complete control of everything, so they control all the kind of the functions. Yeah. Right. So they make it so it's it's impossible for you to be kind of uh, independent of, right. of what their terms of service. Is. I mean, we say yeah. this at knowing full well that we're using the Apple Store, right? We yeah. mm-hmm. we our podcast is uploaded onto iTunes. Yeah. iTunes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, podcast we have app. to right because that is the, the only way to disseminate podcasts. Yeah. When we look at our numbers, ninety percent comes from. That's right. From all six of you. Yeah, all six. Are, of you. Yeah, like, uh, you know, come from from Apple. There might be one or two people. Who very don't. few, and then with Head on History, it's even more stark that it's almost exclusively. Yeah. The uh, Apple uh, the podcast store. I mean, I have. I don't think I have any. I think I have two Android followers or something like that. Oh, it's wow. very small. Like the percentage is. Like, I with with head uh, on history. It's a little bit more diverse. Not a lot. It's like ten percent, I think. Yeah. Right. Where we have Android or or website or other sites, etc. Mm-hmm. But with head on. I mean, with head on history, it's even less so. So with currently nerdy, currently it's more, nerdy is more diverse. diverse. Okay. Head on history, even less so. It's all uh, all Apple. Confuse me. So this is one of those instances where the platform we we view it as the platform as neutral, but, but it's not. No. Yeah. Okay. All right, all that. Hold on, just one minute, because this is this is this is kind of an issue here, right? This is something that we need to, to focus on. It's not just that the platform is is not neutral; it's that it's run by one corporation. Yeah. Right, and this has an impact. What we're seeing is a consolidation, whether whatever you wherever you fall on the spectrum, but there is one fact: mm-hmm. we're seeing a consolidation of big tech. Yeah. yeah, big tech and social media. Everything is going to be run by five platforms and five companies. Are we fully okay with that? Especially considering we know what happens when corporations monopolize. Yeah. Right? Net neutrality is an example. Cable. Literally, not to shit talk Verizon. No, but let's shit talk Verizon. Yeah. They release a series of ads now talking about how they're the number one choice for firemen because they created their whole whole separate, like, I don't know what you call server. I don't know what it is, but create something separate for them. But do you know why they had to do that? Because, because they, they were throttling, yeah, throttling them. Yeah, they were throttling during, service, during the speeds during here, the yeah. wildfires. Yeah, uh, we were told that would ne- that would never happen. All the people, Ajit Pai, never happened. Net neutrality. Don't worry about it. But it, ha- it literally happened in California. It's not necessarily true. Yeah. Oh, did they not? Did they or did they not? Th- why are they in? They're not are- throttling Wi-Fi. They were throttling data from your LTE, which is something that you signed up for. But you're, it's, it's still it, throttling. It's, yes or no? It's throttling your LTE. It's, which is it's, why. Yeah. They're going yeah, on. They're, on the they're going on the. They're going on the defense yeah. now. now I, I trust me. I get it. Yeah. This like, is what makes me uncomfortable. With Tumblr, it's also. I mean, you mentioned Verizon Oath. Mm-hmm. Right, which is yeah. it's what like is Verizon? A di- it's, it's a digital platform. Yeah. So it's like AOL, Yahoo, all that right. stuff. Yeah. So they're the ones that are that kind of because they're like kind of spearheading this whole thing with Tumblr. Because mm-hmm. when they when when Tumblr kind of moved over and Oath bought them, yeah, right. They this is not a new thing of Tumblr kind of purging, yeah. right? But this is an absolute purge. Tumblr yeah. has been purging for the past couple of years. Yeah, and adult right? content has been one of the key things yeah. that they've been purging, and, and a bunch quite of aggressively, stuff. right? But yeah. now this is an absolute culling. Yeah. Right. Now, what's mm-hmm. crazy about this is that we have. Um, I don't. I don't know why people. Like, people don't trust the government to regulate. You know what's in good taste. Yeah. Well, I don't know what makes them think that somehow a corporation like Apple yeah. can regulate any better. Now we fall in a weird spectrum here yeah. too because we also understand that the, that it is a private corporation. Yeah. And with private corporations, they do have the right to censor certain types of speech, and they have done so in the past. Okay. Apple. I mean, we to some extent. Let's be real. All right, we did cheer on Apple deplatforming InfoWars. Alex Jones. Yeah. 
right? Didn't yeah. we? We all yeah. kind of went, oh, yeah, fuck yeah. Free speech doesn't protect you from corporations, right? <laughs> we did the whole thing. Yeah. But now here we are going, okay. Look, right? So there is a, there's an element we have to recognize that this is a complicated situation. On right. one hand, we recognize corporations' power. Just it is what it is. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, we are worried about big tech. Yeah. Look, here's, you're not. No, it's not that I'm not, all right? Here's my thing, right? Yeah. If there is child porn going on on that website, right? Which yeah. it's probably not a fucking huge thing, right? Like, yeah. or not a huge use of user population putting child porn on, yeah. but one fucking instance of it is too much, right? Look, so you're mo- you're actually for this purge? No. Yes and no. Okay, because here's here's this is interesting. The, yeah, you would think the porn addict of us. So look, I, I'm not gonna lie. I've I've the first time I was introduced to Tumblr was porn was was through porn. Okay, yeah, right. Like I I didn't know what Tumblr was, but a girl was sending me like Tumblr gifts of like porn. Right. Uh, weird, but we'll let it pass. Yeah. Uh, besides the point, but yeah, she was you know like whatever. Mm. Um. So that's how I got introduced to it was I was like, what is this fucking website that she's sending me all this shit from? Is this just like a fucking like crazy like porn thing? And then like I would see like nude art and stuff yeah. and like, you know, whatever. Cool. Like uh, there was other websites that had that shit too. Like I had my artist friends would post like there were photographers that would post stuff on like deviant art. Deviant art is another know. kind of platform people put their art up. Yeah. Yeah. So like I, I, that's what I started of it as right, yeah. and then I found out it was this blogging service that people use micro blogging. Yeah, micro blogging, and it's like then I was, Twitter is a little bit like that too. Yeah, but like I never really fully understood it. But the times that I did go on there, most of the time I saw porn on there, okay. right? And like I'm not one that's against porn, right? No, you're not. No, um, hey, by all means, right? But there is certain like there's lines, right? Look, there was a website that people would post pictures of their exes. Right. Yeah, but it's a revenge porn. It was a revenge porn. It was a huge thing for a while. Yeah. Right. What happened to those websites? Yeah. Well, I mean, GoDaddy did it with Daily Stormer, right? GoDaddy right. told Daily Stormer to pound sand and said, "We're no longer going to host you. We're not going to be you." And then they had Daily Stormer, which is the KKK, yeah. white supremacist. They had to find somewhere else. Yeah. The problem with this argument, though, is no, no, no. Uh, look, there's, okay. there's, there's more to it, though, right? Okay. Like, so we asked them to take down those websites, and the people that own those websites, what happened to them? Yeah. They got, they, they went to jail. They got arrested. Backpage. Backpage is yeah. another example, right? Yeah. Backpage for sex workers. Yeah. Great. You're finding your a a, a legal or not a, a, a way a safe. A safe a safe way to to have you know yeah. to do your occupation. I'm for that. Whatever. I don't I don't have anything against sex workers, right? Right. By all means, but also there was sex trafficking going on during that, right? Yeah. So what happened to Backpage? They took Backpage down. The people that were yeah. in charge of Backpage are now facing indictments with Tumblr. If they let's say like a lot of let's say it became a bigger issue it's not that it's it's a small issue now because child issue, porn to be clear here you're we're, you're reductively arguing this because it, it's the issue isn't just child porn the issue is censorship it's, no it's not just censorship it's 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 minors having access to adult content yeah right? so okay. it's not just oh that there's child porn it's the idea is that their kids that are viewing some it. of this yeah. stuff right? and, and also yeah look yes you say, hey, restricted based on age, and you can't view this content unless you're 18. But let's be real, bro. I was watching porn at fucking age 10. Yeah. I just fucking made up a random birth year. So here's the question. There's no real way here's to validate the question it. for you. You remove, you remove Tumblr, right? There's going to be another website. Are you really going to stop that? You're content? not. You're, you're not? That's not to say that you shouldn't take measures to regulate or deal with the content. The problem I don't understand, and here's, here's where I, I, I diverge from you ironically enough, quite uh, vociferously, is that 
Tumblr, this action mm-hmm. isn't targeting child porn. There's ways, there's ways of dealing with this. You can hire more staff to filter. You can create a better algorithm, right? I'm not a Tumblr. I'm saying this as a person who doesn't use Tumblr mm-hmm. really ever. I created a Tumblr for Currently Nerdy. We never used it, right? Mm-hmm. Because I don't understand it. I'm one of those people that I need someone to sit down and show me. And none of us know how to do it. Remember Twitter? You yeah. literally had to sit down and go, well, this is what a retweet is. This is how you quote a retweet. And I spent a month yeah. figuring it out. But once I figure it out, I'm good. Yeah. I've never had that with Tumblr. So I never understood like how people are having conversations and threading on Tumblr. I don't get it. I know there's a whole like humor that exists yeah, with Tumblr. Different. I'm completely out of the loop of it. But here's the problem. We are we're entering into this phase where I'm not against regulation. I'm for regulating these things. Mm-hmm. I want this is great. I also come from the school of thought where I do believe that pornography is harmful. In general, I believe yeah. it's harmful, right? And I think there's enough studies that indicate that this is so, right? From the fact that that, that millennials and Generation Z are experiencing more erectile dysfunction than their older generations are suffering from because of the type of desensitization that comes from pornography to uh, dangerous... I mean, but also, I recognize as a historian that there are that erotica serves an important social function. And that's what's getting lost in this conversation. You're falling into this, we're falling into this trap of going, we gotta deal with child porn. Yes, we do. We gotta deal with making sure minors don't have access to this stuff. Great, and there's ways to do it. You're telling me that somehow Twitter can figure out how to ban someone because they're pretending to be someone else, uh-huh. because they're pretending to be a famous person, but they can't somehow get rid of hate content. Somehow in Germany, they have. There are no ne- the neo Nazis. There's a trick on Twitter. If you ever want to uh, get rid of all the neo Nazi abuse that you deal with, change your location to Germany. Somehow Germany's figured out that you can ban those people. Uh-huh. That content simpl- completely gets filtered out for you. But we haven't been able to do Look, it. There's w- what I'm saying is the tech exists, but uh-huh. instead of relying on it, this is what happens when you have a bunch of these but, big tech companies who all majored in STEM and computer science, but have never taken a single humanities class. Because what they end up doing is they do things like this. What is the unintended consequence, or perhaps even the deliberate consequence of, of purging Tumblr? It's not that it eliminates child pornography. No. Who does it, it eliminate? It eliminates the communities that have formed. Pornography as it exists within the current corporate climate of streaming. Uh-huh. Right, is already deeply problematic. It is geared towards one person. Yeah, purely uh, heteronormative. Right? Yeah. Heteronormative white male gaze. We know this is a fact. There are only three three big porn genres. What are they? There are pr- three porn genres within subcategories. What are they? Straight, gay, gay. and what's the third one called? Uh, what's, it, what's the actual inter- term it's called? Interracial? Not interracial. There's three genres. If it's not straight, if it's not oh, gay. She-male. She-male. Literally a word that is a derogatory word for people who are transgender. But it's still the major category. As far as I know, a bit outdated, so I could could be wrong. But it's still there. It's still there, right? There are only three filters that exist. Filters, straight, gay, female. Literally, what is that as a derogatory word? In the 21st century, we're still using it. Uh That tells you who the audience is, right? What about the subcategories, right? There's... Uh, ebony, yeah. really, yeah. right? There's ebony. There's uh, Latina, yeah. right? And what? Asian, uh-huh. and then cuckold. I don't know. No, not cuckold. <laughs> Middle Eastern. Oh yeah, right. You're telling me there are four Arab. ethnicities yeah. in the world. It's called Arab. Arab, Arab yeah. right? Yeah. You're telling me there's four ethnicities in the world, and then 
porn actresses. They fall under vaguely ethnic, so they can go from Latina to middle, to, to Arab, yeah. don't they? Yeah. Right? Yeah. She puts on a hijab, she's Arab. She <laughs> doesn't put on a hijab, she's... Right? This is literally... Even, I mean, the fact that what type of porn is being produced in the war on terror and, and the current uh, immigration crisis. Porn that involves uh, Arab women, hijabi porn, and suddenly pornography that involves literal refugees and immigrants, right? There's yeah. a whole genre that emerges. I think that tells you what the audience is. What does... If that's your audience, where do you go if you're queer? Yeah. Right. Where do you go if you're non-binary? Mm-hmm. Where do you go if you're a fetishist? If you yeah. fall in a particular fetish that isn't considered mainstream, like BDSM, where do you go if you're a fury? Right. Furry. A furry. Yeah, where do you go Nick if you're fury. a furry? Yeah. Right. Where do you go for that? Where do you go Look, if you're into the big and little? I, under, I understand thing? that, but this is hold not. On, that's not on, what I'm on, saying, though. I know that's not what you're saying, but what I'm saying is that this is the unintended consequences. Tumblr, in many ways, whether intended it or not, as a microblogging platform, and uh, you're an artist, right? I, I want to appeal to a certain extent to me because, as an artist, I think this hits h- harder for him than does any of us, right? What is the biggest struggle you have as an artist getting your name out there? Uh, people acknowledging. People acknowledging yeah. who you are. There's yeah. putting out, you are a great artist, but people have to find you first. That's fucking hard, even with the internet. Mm-hmm. That's fucking hard, right? Yeah. It's an uphill battle, isn't it? Yeah. You now have lost yet another platform where you could have put up your artwork. It's Tumblr was about the marginalia. It was about the people on margins. It was about artists putting up stuff that they couldn't put up elsewhere. It was about, and here's the thing, adult content includes erotica. Mm-hmm. I am a huge supporter of erotica because I think it is a very important social function. It's a way for which a lot of artists can explore their creativity and a lot of young artists. Mm-hmm. There is an age where you were sexually exploring, and that sexual exploration, when you're artistic, involves writing fan fiction. It involves painting. It involves drawing. That stuff is healthy for you, more so than any porn website is. More so than Pornhub, a little 17-year-old drawing erotica, that is socially functionally good. About two queer characters that they read about in a book or from the TV show Supernatural, that actually serves a real purpose in helping with identity formation. By eliminating the platform in this purge, we are eliminating those communities, we're eliminating those safe spaces, we are again corporatizing, monopolizing it all under one heading. I'm saying that this is the unintended consequence. I'm not saying that's what you're for, but I'm saying in your support, this is what we end up doing. It's not, I told you, I'm, I get it, right? Like I get what they're trying to do. It's not that I'm for it. But I understand where they're coming from. I don't. I don't think that they've thought this through. Because if their issue... Well, it's it's reactionary. The, here's the thing. If their issue is minors and, and, and illegal content, there are ways of dealing with it. You're telling me yeah, that... It's super reactionary. other yeah, platforms no, can figure I, I out, but Tumblr that. can't? I get that. And it's it's super reactionary, right? And the, it's, the only reason they're doing this is can because... Can you put up this stuff on Facebook? No. No. Can you put this stuff up on Pinterest? No. Okay. Yeah. Can you put this stuff up on uh, Instagram? No. Yeah. Do you, you see where I'm going with yeah. this? Mm-hmm. Can you put this stuff up now in and Tumblr? Yes. Yeah. Can you come December 17th? No. Yeah. Where does that leave you? They, they have the technology. No social media, yeah. right? Technically now, no social media is porn. Yeah. As far as I'm aware. Uh, Twitter still has it. Oh, Twitter has porn. Yeah, Twitter, yeah. Oh, that's Twitter right. right. Still, yeah. Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So, um, 
That's it. I love how you automatically went to Ted Cruz for that. Yeah. Because well, that was the memory that, rem- that reminded me immediately. Not, not you seeing a video of Black well, China. I didn't, I didn't think it was that was pornography. I thought that was just oh. someone they had yeah. uploaded. I mean, but, Ted Cruz definitely looked at porn. Because yeah. in my mind, I like, oh, what? Right. It technically it is. I guess you're right. Yeah, right. But in my mind, it was like, oh, someone leaked something. It wasn't yeah. actually like a porn website. Yeah. No. But yeah, that's true. But, but here's the thing. What happens when Twitter gets rid of it? Yeah. They, but where like, do you go? I'm not. Tell me where do you go? Where did, okay, V, you, let's say you want to draw boobs. Mm-hmm. You they said you could do that on there. there. No, you can't. They're fucking. They're they're flagging posts where I literally saw the other day. Someone showed what flag they got posted. Like we're gonna be deleting this. Where a woman was like said, "Kiss my ass," and slapped her ass. It was it was a, it was a jiffable joke, mm-hmm. right? That's being removed. They removed Santa Claus. Because it said ho ho ho. Because it said ho ho ho. <laughs> they're telling that it's a purge. They're, they're, yeah, their v reaction. Wants to, v wants to draw, draw boobs. He wants to draw. And he's gotten into anime, which is, he doesn't, right? He's no, not, not yeah, into stop, it at all. Why are you just keep using V? Because he's, he's an artist. He's the only one that's an artist amongst us, and he's an artist that's trying to put his stuff out we there. We're both artists. But here's the thing. And so is he's, he, if I if I'm looking for a particular type of artwork, mm-hmm. how am I going to find V now? Etsy. No, look. I, do you see what I'm saying? Like, the more we restrict this, we I, benefit certain people and certain groups yes, and certain corporations but, and hurt other ones. And, and I agree that their reaction to this I'm not is, defending porn. No, no, no. I'm defending artists. No, I'm defending no, 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 I get that. I think that their reaction is yeah. far and above what they need to do, right? But it's not just a reaction. It's not. It's, it's more than just a reaction. Yeah. It's literally an erasure. If you're a woman that's looking their, for but porn, that's, that's their reaction. women aren't going to... I blanked on, uh, on a website's name. Give me a good website. Pornhub. Pornhub. Dog. I knew that. Right. Uh, no, most women aren't going there because, again, it's a particular gaze, right? Yeah. The average uh-huh. woman, mo- most young females are going to Tumblr. Yes. Okay. That's the statistic. Again, they should have had a better tactic at it, right? And I, I 100% agree that they're overreacting to it. And what they're doing is there's a fucking ant hive. Instead of taking care of the ant hive... They're fucking just nuking the whole field mm-hmm. to get rid of the one ant hive, yeah. right? That's what they're doing. I un- yeah, the ants were a problem, but yeah. it's not as big as a problem as you made it, right? Yeah. Not you, but as, yeah. as no, Tumblr, no, 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 you, you know. Um, that's that's my argument. Is I get it because mm. in a way, right? Let's say something does happen on that platform. The platform is then held responsible as right? it should be. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. So. They're trying to fucking cover their asses as much as they can by by doing whatever they can, mm-hmm. right? They don't realize that this is going to hurt them. Long term, this is going to hurt Tumblr. I mean, yeah, right? they lose a significant number. They're, they're going to lose it. Yeah. Somebody that was mm-hmm. once a Tumblrite or Tumblr, Tumblr mm-hmm. is going to is going to find the creative juices to create another microblogging website. It might not be tomorrow. It might not be a year from now. But within the, the next couple of years, we'll see another website similar to what Tumblr was prior mm-hmm. to what it's going to be after December 17th. This is the pro- I don't right. know if we will. Why? I mean, they, they, it doesn't work the same way because, I mean, there's that fucking douchebag who tried to create the, the new Twitter, right? And it literally, it, I mean, it, just, it got killed, right? What happened after MySpace? What came after MySpace? Facebook. Facebook. But Facebook is different from MySpace in every single way. What is the fundamental difference at the core between MySpace and Facebook? Everything streamlined in Facebook. Bingo. Yeah. 
But I, I will tell you this. The thing I have about Tumblr that annoys me is the fact that they literally built their platform and they made all their money and their success based solely on, almost solely on these people who were marginalized, who were looking for a space for themselves. Yeah. Right? And then the second all of a sudden they're, they're called to task for their lack of regulation, yeah. they literally spurn the people who actually got, brought them to the dance. Thank you. Like, that's my key right there. Like, and that that's what pisses me off. And the reality also with Tumblr is that all they're doing is they're reinforcing things that are already that the system itself already has issues mm-hmm. with with gender and sexuality, right? Yeah. I mean, Tumblr literally they talk about how they're going to be culling adult content, uh, with the exception of things like erotic writing, yeah. which is fine, right? Sculpture and art, yeah. right? But, but they even also those say, are getting yeah, hit. But they're right. saying so long as you're not showing the male or female genitalia, yeah, or and I quote this: exposed female presenting nipple, female presenting nipple. Literally, yeah. they're going. You're o- we're okay with a man not having a shirt on, but this site will not allow to have women with shirts off. Let's yeah, right. Well, men without shirts, and they're not stupid. okay with women without nipple, shirts bro. unless unless it has something to do with breastfeeding or some medical thing, right? But they are literally reinforcing. They're reinforcing things that have already been enforced on every other website. What, no, what they need to do is just again, like you said, hire more people, filter out. Against what you're First of all, they need to put humanities majors on their boards. Yeah. This is what happens when you have a bunch of tech people talking to a bunch of tech people. This is literally all this stuff. Is like like anyone who's ever taken a humanities class, a philosophies class, a history class, a media class, literally are looking at this, going, "We could have told you that this is a like don't this is a bad idea." Yeah. Right. First, that's the first step. Second. They can easily hire more people, but they're choosing not to. This is an easier route to take. Yeah, they're going. I told you, they're they're nuking the field to get rid of the anthill. They're doing more than nuking the field. They exploited the population that made them Tumblr. That made Tumblr Tumblr. That gave Tumblr its unique personality. Its, I mean, that social justicey accusation comes from a particular, Mm -hmm. like a nugget of truth, and that is a particular community, series of communities that exist in that. It exploited those communities. It grew as a result of those communities, and now it's going. Oh, by the way, now when they're screwed scrutiny on us fuck those communities that's absolutely right i'm a hundred percent on board on that the problem is that there is no optimistic solution to this yeah you think that someone is going to create a new tumblr no they're going to create a new tumblr post purge in other words already taking on myspace and and facebook not just was it streamlined but now the creativity that existed in myspace we all did it, right? I was how a coder, was, motherfucker. How many, how many, oh yeah, whatever. We all thought we were mini coders. <laughs> well, how many of us had emo shit all over? Like, yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. go out on a page and a stupid ass, you know, AFI played yeah. or Panic at the Disco, yeah, right? Yeah. Facebook doesn't let you do that. Good fucking Facebook dance, fuck you. St- when we say streamline, that's code for something. It means controlled content. They control your timeline. I mean, we're living in an era where we have now empirical evidence mm-hmm. social science evidence that people who used facebook in germany were more likely to be anti-immigrant and pro and involved in anti-immigrant bigotry and riots than people who didn't that we see that there's a literal effect mm-hmm. of what happens when social media controls these things there is a solution break these fucking companies up Make it so hard. Make each and every single one of them 
force them to there's, to, a, to, there's a twinkle in your eye because you're a, getting fucking Marxist again. <laughs> Marxist in me is, well, it's not full Marxist. It was full Marxist. There's even more than that. I know, but I see the, <laughs> I see the, I see the <laughs> smile growing. But there's a twinkle in your force eye. Force right them to be responsible for the content, the illegal content and whatnot. Every single one of them. Make sure that they're all terrified yeah. of that. But break them up so that there's enough of them that they cannot streamline this. That it would be unthinkable for one group to go. Okay, our solution to this is to fuck over the marginal. You know, I feel because they'll for? just go to the next group. Yeah. That when you do that, then they'll come up with the solutions that are creative. Yeah. Then they'll come up with the let's pay the fucker to make the algorithm. You can't. And the th the problem also is that algorithms, just like anything else, and like any organic being, like yeah. any white blood cell, it requires evolution. Yeah. Right. It requires and organic it codes evolution. the stuff yeah. that we put into it. Re yeah. And the the problem with the problem with this whole situation is that rather than creating an algorithm that would actually help the situation, mm -hmm. they're simply going, "All right, well, you know what? Let's just purge." Yeah. Right. And the problem the problem with that purge is that we're also now we're putting trust in another corporation to tell us what our morality is. Yeah. Right. Like there's a, there's a point where it's like, but, I, you know what? We should. I'm all I'm all about understanding. You know, having a safe sex life so long as everything is consensual. That's yeah. the, that was the whole point of Tumblr, yeah. right? Tumblr's power lied in the fact that you know what, you wanted to go to a space where things were non-judgmental, yeah. uh -huh. right? And that didn't that didn't have to be connected with the transphobic, the fatphobic, you know, the misogynistic, uh, you know, standard porn that you would find on Pornhub, yeah. Yeah. right? And, and there's 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 an understanding there already, right? You don't want to see it, that's fine. There's a there's another corner for you in Tumblr that you can yeah. go to. Right, and then I, I have an issue with this because the algorithms themselves already we don't know what the algorithms are. Yeah. We don't understand how they work. We already had this problem yep. before, where Apple literally, they literally, um, they, no one knows why they took off a program that a guy made that literally all it did was test to see what what programs were being throttled mm. by by what company, like what programs you were running were being throttled. It got banned from iOS. Yeah. They never told the guy why it got banned. It yeah. took it took backlash for them to bring it back again, right? Yeah. But we don't understand how these algorithms work. Yeah. Algorithms yeah. are I mean we talk about them, but at the end of the day, they're not the end-all, be-all solution. In fact, they end up becoming more problematic, which is one of the reasons why whenever you consolidate, even when they come up with a solution, that solution is a problem. So here's an example. They're going to use an algorithm to purge, right? Mm -hmm. And that algorithm says erotic content, adult content, etc. Mm -hmm. And they, they say, okay, well, we're not going to do uh, erotic art or, or we're not going to remove uh, erotic fiction, right? Mm -hmm. What do you do with a book like It? Huh? It has oh, that's true, that a whole, chapter yeah, yeah. in the end where the kids, they're kids, right? How uh -huh. old are they? 10, 11? Yeah. That? They all have sex with one another. Oh. It's an awkward bit. It's, a, it's a, one that's always not included in the movies, obviously. But the book ends with a child orgy. Uh. Right? Yeah. That's part of it. Uh -huh. What happens if someone screenshots and puts that up? Is now Stephen King caught up in the algorithm? That's the question, right? I, this is the problem. Here's my thing. I think, I think they're scared because of what they saw happen to back websites page. like Backpage. Yeah, no, no, I get it. I get right? their fear. The problem is, is not is not that I don't understand their fear. Yeah. It's that I have no sympathy for corporate fear. Mm, yeah, yeah, and I get that I don't too. give a shit if corporations are scared. Let them be scared. My problem is that when corporations are scared, it's the marginal communities that get fucked over. Yeah. When Twitter is scared, they're not taking on the white supremacists and the KKK. 
They're mm-hmm. taking on marginal communities. That's my problem is that I don't give a shit if corporations are afraid. Let them be afraid. Break them up. I don't want to live in a world where five companies manage all of our social media. And when I mean social media, what do I mean? Every fucking global interaction that we have. Yeah. We are a generation. Even the Luddite Alomi Ali over here. I don't know why I said Alomi Ali as if I was like writing my name on an exam. Yeah. Calm <laughs> down, Bond, James Bond. <laughs> yeah, but it's like a title. If even the Luddite me, I'm, I'm connected. Yeah. Maybe not on Tumblr. Maybe not that much on Facebook. But Twitter, yeah. Instagram. Yeah. But they're all owned by the same company. They're all owned by the same yeah. company. That's why everything there's a there's a there's a seamless transition between every single social media now is because they're all kind of connected they're together. All connected, right? So yeah. even if you didn't have a Facebook and you had happen to have an Instagram, Facebook still has all your photos. I don't. Well, that yeah. is, bring back Teddy. Well, look, bring back Teddy Roosevelt. Okay, look, man, break up these companies. Mm, trust busting. Trust I, I'll bring it on. I have a solution. I have a resolution for because I uh, let me tell you something. If I have to deal with a world in which. I have to put up with your Instagram. My Instagram's great. Your Instagram. You don't actually post that much on Instagram. Yeah, my Instagram's great. It's family photos, bro. What the fuck's wrong with you? It's because I hate your family. <laughs> You're in my family, you son of a bitch. That is true, but you <laughs> do hate your family. I have a resolution. Our resolution for Currently Nerdy is to go and reblog as much porn as we can until the 17th. We're just doing it because of the 17th. It erases Put your fist in the air. I might put my face in the air. Right. A, a real resistance would have See, been like, your fist in the air. it's a screenshot no. all that shit and then create our own website to do it. But we don't have any of the tech skills to do that. Okay, hey, which one of you tech motherfuckers can help us with this? I am, I am, want, oh, we turned currently nerdy into a we, micro-blocking website. We grew up, oh shit's we legal. We grew up in an era where Anonymous offered us a weird hope. They ended up becoming alt-right assholes, some of them. So, thanks <laughs> for that. Yeah. But originally, Anonymous was a moment, in the Occupy moment. People mocked them, but there was a moment where you're like, okay, this is it. We're going to take on those companies. And I kind of wish that we had yet a, a kind of another movement, but this time, not Wall Street. Feed, do this. You know, go, yeah, go on Wall Street, but yeah. tech companies, man. Yeah, Feed, occupy San Apple, Francisco. Apple, Google, Twitter, Instagram, these companies, they are having. Can a, we start an Occupy Silicon having, Valley movement? They're having a dangerous effect on we society. can't afford to be in Silicon Valley. No, it costs too much. Do you know what a two Can bedroom, we send people? I, I was looking at two bedroom condos in Silicon Valley. Did you have you seen have you seen the no, price? No, I don't want this weekend. I don't want to fucking make myself sad. Two bedroom condos, the size of this apartment. Yeah, right? a million dollars. Not particularly big, one point five million dollars. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's a, that's a, Silicon yeah. Valley is a. It's weird that we're going to this point, but like Silicon Valley is actually the highest income disparity in all the United yeah. States. Occupy um, Silicon Valley. Yeah. yeah. That's besides the point, though. I also wanted to make mention of like with things like Sesta Fasta and with this purge, yeah. we're also seeing a What's really Sesta Fasta. Uh, it, it's so it was a bipartisan kind of bill that yeah, would yeah. purge backlinks. That was a Craigslist. Uh, that was the uh, Craigslist back page yeah. thing. So yeah. things between this between this and Sesta Foster, we're also seeing a much more kind of a, a climate for sex workers to be infinitely more dangerous. Yeah, well, there's um, already evidence that that the sex workers that were using Backpage in a safe way, yeah, were and again as a as a hardcore marxist will admit it uh i find i think pornography sex work is the most capitalistic form are literally reductive but i need to protect those groups yeah allow them yeah there's now evidence as you've noted that as a result of that that those sex workers that were using Backpage safely whatever floats your boat not my thing whatever floats your boat 
now are back on the streets and they're now facing more often not violence and it's not just safety in regards to sex it's safety in regards to violence that Backpage allowed people to create communities right yeah. they could tell people hey dangerous guy yeah right how do you do that now yeah see that was a big part of the whole thing it, it allowed for, and not to mention you know um, they were making money off of not having to actually meet people in real life yeah. them creating their pages for specific fetishes or whatever yeah. else was also important to their own income and to the ecosystem of the income. Yeah, there's of, a whole know, like, fetish, uh, oh, Cash Master? I don't know. Cash Dom? Someone correct me. I'm using the wrong term here. I apologize. I don't mean to explain it. It's a, it's an, uh, it's a financial fetish where you give, where uh, a woman or a man dominates you financially. You, uh, oh, like you throw money at them. You don't just throw money at them. You, they demand like you're money, like you, you're a submissive financially. You're gonna pay for this. You're gonna pay for this. Where's my money today? And you get sexual pleasure from giving that money over. Uh, There's no literal yeah. physical contact between the two of you. Yeah. No sex, but it's it's completely a dominant, and it is. It's very. Do- There's a whole dominatrix context, a dominator complex to it about you're gonna pay me and you're gonna give me money and your little bitch and etc and huh. there's a whole fetish that is developed out of that interesting right back page yeah right the no contact yeah but that's one fetish that could have been dealt with now it doesn't exist there. yeah so say a lot of things about currently nerder we are always sex positive on this podcast yeah totally we, this we in the air. even though we have a wide variety of opinions on yeah. this podcast yeah. right I'm a, heathen. I'm, mo- I'm a little bit more socially conservative when it comes to uh, sex and porn and whatnot uh, because I, I have a little bit of a psych background, but I'm totally sex positive. In the privacy of your home, get as freaky as you want. I'm a big supporter yeah. of private freakiness. Thumbs yeah. in the bums. Big supporter of it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I have an issue with the capitalist component of it, is my problem. But yeah, but it, so long as it's consensual, <laughs> by all means, right? enjoy yourself, right? Yeah. Then you're a total pig. This is true. This podcast is sex positive, which yeah. is why we support Tumblr and not Tumblr itself, but the Tumblr. Yeah, like the Tumblr community. The Tumblr. We, I think we've always yeah. we've always tended to support. We the still Tumblr support you. I know I sound like yeah. I didn't support you, but for I support all the you. lovely fury furries yeah. out there, for all the wonderful communities. Stop calling out them there. furies. They're, they're not Nick Furies, motherfucker. They're, they're, they're also not Greek, Greek, Greek goddesses. Is what I was so, thinking. Yeah. For the furries, for the trans community, the LGBTQ community, for I mean, feminist porn. Right? There's a yeah. women mm-hmm. being able to find pornography that. Was that that geared towards their tastes, right? Mm-hmm. All of that, we yeah. support it, and you know, I think we, it's we hope Tumblr reverses their decision. To mention that yeah. you know, there are also like mental health communities yeah. who, through you know, uh, yeah. where they can go and talk about things like cutting and yeah. and other really you know hard truths of Is life that, that other adult people, content, yeah, that people can't. People uh, mm-hmm. simply simply put mainstream, you know, mainstream yeah. culture yeah. won't. You know, uh, can't really um, can't really work with that, right? But through Tumblr, people found other people that they can commiserate with, yeah. And that those are these are healthy relationships that you can't find in mainstream social media, yeah. Right, and that and that's that's what's I think I, as a, I guess as someone who was a, trying to be an anthropologist at one point in his life, yeah. I find it to be dangerous that you can't find community, yeah. Right, or even worse that you had a community and you literally had it ripped away. From this you. is the difference between the '90s and the 2000s, right? The late '90s, early 2000s was the internet free for all, and yes, it has a lot of problematic elements, and you can deal and you have to deal with those. But the era of Usenet, the era of these forums, right? That was about community mostly about people who are unable to form literal physical communities finding digital communities and that's the key here right Mm -hmm. I mean there's a reason why um, 
what is that game called? Second Life? Half-Life? Second Life. Second, Second Life. life. Yeah. Second Life wasn't just a, a game. It was used by, for example, people in... Uh, and the dis- disabilities community because they can walk to, co- to literally huh. create avatars P- in which they can P- walk able-bodied, but not yeah. just walk but also meetings B- they did business transactions on there did actual CEO meetings there's a, there's a brilliant uh, anthropologist a digital anthropologist Tom Ballerstuff at UCI who does work on this and he talks about this what happens when these spaces start to disappear and that's what we're seeing in the 2000s is yeah the internet is bigger and more powerful than it's ever been its impact is more bigger and more powerful but it's also even more focused it's all consolidating into a handful of companies you might have a million more websites now than you ever did before but it's a million websites selling the exact same thing yeah. and that that is a type of dystopia i don't think we've thought about or we're, we're thinking about. scary times let's, my friend let's end it there we're going to talk about this even further this is a i think a conversation that we're going to continue over several podcasts not specifically about tumblr but anyone who's been paying attention knows our anxieties about some of the social media and tech issues mm-hmm. that are going on and so i think this theme will, will come up but let us know what your thoughts are um do you use tumblr what do you use tumblr for what are you worried about in this tumblr purge if there's a way we can support some of these communities and help them out promote them if there's a community out there that is that is forming or a website uh, for a marginal community let us know we'll shout it out to our listeners so that people know we'll help people find each other online we're all about it so let us know give us any information that we can do um but also give us your opinion we're very interested in hearing what you think about pornography what do you think about access to pornography diversity the issues with it the platforms of it the lack of thereof and so on and so forth Diz, how can they get a hold of us to do you can find us on facebook facebook.com slash currently nerdy twitter at currently nerdy instagram at currently nerdy tumblr for now currently nerdy.tumblr.com Uh, we are on YouTube, search Currently Nerdy. We're also on Stitcher, Google Play, and the iTunes podcast app under Currently Nerdy. So make sure you subscribe, uh, you leave a review, and you give us a five-star rating. If you want to get a hold of us individually, you can. V, how can I get a hold of you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at VTran214. That's V-Y-T-R-A-N-214. Or on my website, at 7 Or my food blog, thesandwichslayer.com. You can catch me on my website at alialomi.com or on Tumblr, not on Tumblr, on uh, Twitter and Instagram at A-A-O-L-O-M-I, as well as on our sister podcast, Head on History, which will be releasing either this week or next week, depending on when I get grades done. <laughs> Diz. You can find me everywhere at Dizbulla, D-I-Z-B-U-L-L-A-H. For everyone here at Currently Nerdy, thank you for tuning in, and remember, stay smart, you sexy nerds. And all hail the Currently Nerdy Empire. <laughs>